Welcome to Fast Fiction. The easterly breezes fanned the old man's face as he slowly turned himself towards the warmth of the vanishing sun. Autumn had been unforgiving, refusing to relinquish its hold on summer, leaving the pastures to wither and die unfulfilled. He winced as he eased his position. His arthritic fingers struggled with the pain against the cold resistance of the wheels on the dry parched earth. Old Bill did not see the tortured soil. His dimming eyes saw little now. He spent most of his days far away, wandering through the green pastures of memory. For in his memory, he was young again. Swift, sturdy legs had carried him through his youth. There had been frenzied acrobatics and swimming in the creek in summer, and family cricket on weekends, footy in winter, the crunching of leaves against coarse leather boots, fathers busy with carpentry chores, mothers feverishly knitting scarves and gloves. And as the nights lengthened and temperatures dropped, families gathered in cosy, firelit rooms to share their day over hot mugs of thick soup. Trousers were lengthened and patched, outgrown jumpers unraveled to be used again. The planting of crops came with the welcome spring rains, and houses suddenly gleamed with special care. Councils would protect all that was good and governments would rule wisely. Then, the world crept in. Newspapers, radios, politics and people, democracy and isms were considered, first by the old and then by the young, capitalism, socialism, communism, fascism, new words and new ideas. The stability of the past gave way to the speculation of the future. Opportunity, adventure, ah yes, for those that were ready. Envy, yes. His friends could go to war this year. They stood tall with national pride and stiff new uniforms. Girls flocked to the station to wave them off, smiling secret promises of rewards waiting for returning heroes. Patience? It was hard. He had to wait. And time hung so slowly. When would it be his turn? Just a few more months? God, don't let the war end too soon. True. The novelty of train departures began to thin. So many had gone, so few had returned. But just a few more weeks, and his birthday would offer him the passport to manhood. Happy birthday! He would have the freedom from the manacles of youth, tradition, and outgrown customs. Excitement? Of course! Papers to sign, uniforms to fit, travel to distant places, strange cities, foreign, exotic lands. Unknown sights and the experiences to be relayed to those destined to stay behind. Fear? A little. Hidden away in the cover of night when tossing in cramped narrow bunks. More to be found in the eyes of comrades who had served longer. Even more when the sound of guns penetrated the dreams of home. And slowly, gradually, realisation. This was no dream. 
This was no adventure story with a happily ever after ending. This was killing. Or be killed. Injured. Or maimed. This. This? Was war? War. War. Not schoolboy war with handsome heroes in fresh uniforms waving to adoring girls in their pretty starched dresses and sweet-smelling hair. This was grim, stark reality. Hospital bandages and blood. Morphine drugs sleep. Hallucinations orchestrated to the sound of gunfire. Operations. Crushed, torn limbs traded for straight wooden ones. Silent screams of rage against the capricious hands of fate. Some would live, and some would die. And pain. Dear God, the pain. Blinding walls of throbbing, relentless pain. Aches that would not cease. Sores that would not heal. Prayers to deliver to a God who did not hear. Days to count, miles to travel, home at last, and then envy. Envy for those young, eager heroes who ran from the train to their sweethearts. Not innocent young boys, but strong men who had defended their country's honour and who would now protect their women and their homes. But this was not for young Bill. Young Bill could not run. He could not walk. He had no sweetheart. Foolish notion. How could he protect and defend her? He couldn't protect himself. Lonely nights which nurtured the unresolved dreams of fantasy. He was filled with frustration and longings that had no name. Time hung in long reams of days that had no seasons. Oh, there was laughter, but not his. Family and friends began to call the war history, and the present life. But young Bill called the war hell, and the present damnation. So, gradually, they left him, these graduates of battle. They mumbled good wishes, platitudes, and protestations, and then left him to his future as they, so full of hope, went to theirs. The young soldiers donned farmers' hats and denims. Others became rotund businessmen in flannel suits. The sweethearts became wives and in time grew plump and grey. Children were born and grew to carefree adolescence with plans of wealth and fulfilled destinies. But they could not share their hopes and dreams with the ill-natured fellow who was always so dull and ill-tempered. He never did anything or go anywhere. He never had fun stories to tell and knew nothing outside the narrow window of his sedentary world. His eyes were always vacant and his body smelt of regret. But, finally, the restless passage of time became his merciful friend. One by one, his strong and able comrades gave in to stooping shoulders and shuffling gait. Amiable companionship began to replace his self-exiled isolation. Common bonds of memories were shared with his ageing peers. It was time for all to grow old. The sun grew tired of the day and abandoned its hold to the evening clouds now softened with the dusky mantle golden rosaries. 
The kookaburra guffawed as mirth of the day, now gone, and magpies silently drifted to their nests. Cicadas chorused their unified protest against the night. Then, suddenly, hushed, still. Old Bill dozed in his chair. His face now drooped onto his sunken chest. The pain diminished. Old Bill slumbered. The breath became regular. The pain eased. Old Bill sighed a long, peaceful sigh. At last, the pain was gone. Wheeled Prisons was written and dramatized by Brianda Cross and narrated by Michael Wilkins. Thank you.